Hi guys, this is that time you guys come to the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. Why does that sound weirder than last time? I don't know. What, what did you do just now that made it seem different than every other time? I was on video, I did this, did the Rob Van Dam thing. Uh, no, dude, because you used to sit next to me for years doing it. It's just, I, I don't know, it was, it, was like, it was like a different tone in your voice that uh, that projected it a little bit different this time. I, th- I think while I actually listened to the show last week, <laughs> mm, gotcha. I, I know that's something new for me, because you know as when I did the show regularly, I never listened to it because I was on it. Gotcha. And I, gotcha. Heard, I heard myself going in and out, in and out, so I might be... Projecting a little more this time. Oh, all right. <laughs> you do what you gotta do, brother. <laughs> you do you do what you feel you need to do to fix yourself, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> projecting, projecting your voice ain't gonna fix that. Internet's gonna fix that shit. <laughs> you live your life, brother. Uh, we are back uh, with uh, Dizzle J. As I uh, as I mentioned, uh, Jay's going to be here. At least as of right now, during pay-per-view weekends, which uh, Vengeance Day is this weekend. And, uh, you know, whenever he's uh, free and available to come on any additional time, obviously uh, I will make time for my buddy. Because uh, JFW wouldn't be a thing without uh, Dizzle J. And actually, um, if you guys wanted to, uh, this uh, this freaking show that gets released the same week as this. Uh, actually, it would be released on Saturday because of the pay-per-view. This freaking show will probably be released, uh, well, no, Saturday. Fuck, I'll do a Saturday, too. Um, Dizzle Jay's actually going to be on this freaking show with me, and we're going to talk a little bit about how we got uh, JFW started up, and then we're just going to talk about life and shit and see how deep that stuff gets. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm excited for all that. Uh, but I'm excited to talk about wrestling here. Obviously, as I mentioned, with Dizzle Jay being back, we are able to talk about some worldwide wrestling bullshit that we seem to have been absent from uh, over um, on what JFW has become over the course of the last few years, which I'm not mad about it, uh, but I do want to get that worldwide audience back. We're finally getting Canada. We've always oh, yeah. had a we've always had a problem with Canada, but now Canada's uh, showing up, uh, ready to ready to give a listen. Uh, Siberia is too, but hey, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Lib- Libya, Libya, Libya wants to know what's going on with us, so it's it's fine. We're good. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. That's <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, if you could find time to listen to us in between bombing each other, whatever. I don't give a fuck. So great. Um, before we talk about anything else, I do want to mention that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JW Podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to cartercomics.com, check out their amazing store, fill your card up with their amazing products. At checkout, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. 
<clears throat> if you want to find some additional savings at CarterComics.com, all you got to do is buy more than one product. That's right. If you buy one individual product and use our discount code FREAKNET, you'll save 10% on your order. But if you buy two or more products at once, you will save an additional 10% on top of our already given 10% off discount. Not only that, currently free shipping is being offered at CarterComics.com. So you can fill your cart up with as many comics as you like, more than one. Don't be a dick. Uh, you'll save 20% off if you do the multi-purchase uh, discount as well as the freak net discount as well as the free shipping. And all those discounts do apply over to their eBay account as well. Link to their eBay account can be found on their homepage at cartercomics.com. All right, uh, Jay, we... Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to go off of what we said we were going to do, and because right. uh, the whole agreement was, you coming back, we're going to talk about televised wrestling. We're not going to talk anything indie related, but um, because I have been, uh, well, let's just face it, because I have been, uh, 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 what's the word? Oh, jeez, I don't even know the word. It's funny, Joey. Uh, because I have been, uh, I've been given the title of uh, selfish. And, uh, because it's been made clear that I do things for my own, uh, success and advancements and, uh, whatever, uh, I feel why the hell not talk about more about me and what's going on with me because apparently that's, that's the thing I do. I talk about, I talk about Travis all the time because I'm selfish and, uh, apparently a little petty and whatever. And I I don't know. I I may have been called a bitch. I don't fucking know. Oh, wait, no, I definitely was called a bitch over on the power hour. So that'll be fun to talk about on Monday too. Yeah, it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, but I want to get your perspective on it because, um, out of everyone on JFW, of everyone in this wrestling business, other than maybe my cousin, Mike, you've known me the longest. You've known me personally outside of podcasting. Uh, we, you know, all the way back to McDonald's era and, you know, hanging out afterwards and bonfires, hanging out at bars, going to wrestling shows, you know, both, you know, independent and mainstream, um, bullshitting on the phone, hanging out, doing the podcast for years. We have known each other. Oh, so, so I want to, I want to give you an opportunity to tell everyone how selfish and how petty travesty truly is uh um you know, oh okay here i got one i thought i thought i was gonna take a moment to collect and find out you know the the greatest hits because there's gotta be so many i i've never i've never seen it really i've, I've never seen you be i Maybe petty in not a bad way, but, you know, if we did something to somebody or somebody did something to us, we're going to get them back, but nothing yeah. like abusive or anything. I will say, I will say that the most I've ever been petty or the most I've ever been selfish all evolves around JFW. I have, I have talked numerous times about, uh, about, time, about, about the, what we do for independent companies that we really don't get back. Right. Which is fine. And, you know, when you do, when you give and never take, I get that it's very selfless. And I understand that. And it's important to be selfless in this world. 
but I'm okay being a little bit selfish if all I ask for is if it's the companies that I am talking about and promoting just share the show that, you know, they're talked about on. And I'm okay being selfish about that because for me, and I've mentioned this, I've, you've listened to this freaking show, you've listened to okay. some episodes of Just Freak Wrestling, and I have talked about this this magical illusion of one day winning the lottery. And my dream has always been the same, to create FreakNet Studios and give the co-hosts I work with jobs so we can make this what we do. And I, I don't see that as selfish, but maybe that is. Maybe, maybe it's selfish of me to want to create a company to where we don't have to work for bosses. I mean, it will work for me. It's my money. You guys want to, you know, yeah, I'd be your boss. So maybe that'd be a little bit selfish, but, you know, but, you know, to make money doing this, you know, I, I don't see it as selfish, but somehow taking a guy, who had no opportunity to be a professional wrestler in SCW, give him an opportunity to be a wrestler in SCW, to give him a championship match for the high-voltage title, to give him a rematch for that high-voltage title after he was screwed out of it, to then sit on a podcast and talk with him about how shitty and petty the former champion was, to the point where an occurrence happened at Southland Championship Wrestling that I still cannot talk about because of NDAs, but something was booked, wasn't my call, but it was my announcement, and somehow I'm a selfish, petty person because I did all of that to somehow save my job at SCW. How do you save you, you? So you follow the rules from your job. It's nuts, right? Because the thing is, because when you can sit there and you give to somebody, and then you give to somebody, and then you give to somebody again, all of that is ignored and brushed off and tucked underneath any fucking crevice and crack and hole you could find because of one instance or incident, whatever fucking word is supposed to be used there. That's outside of your control that you, you say, using the words, I feel and I believe without having any proof or facts behind it, that I put him into a gauntlet match to save my own job because he believes that. That is the only <laughs> thing that matters in his entire SCW career. That's it. The, the, we are in the the world of what I believe is real. Yeah. And what and, sucks is, this is a guy who's our age, and he's acting like a petulant fucking child. Yeah, I, I listen to this show. I I don't understand what he's so upset about. I believe you gave him, what, at least a week or two's notice that there was going to be a gauntlet match. Yes, 100%. I gave him, I gave him six days. But, okay. to be fair, I found out seven days before. That's a lie. I'll, I want to be honest. I gave him a five days notice, and I found out six days before. So I found out on Sunday, and I made the announcement on Monday. So I'm, I'm assuming that he's going against probably his top heels, or the top bad guys in the organization. Yes. So he got screwed, from again, from what I listened to on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Why didn't he have someone watching his back? 
You know, and that's the funny thing too, because I've I have made that statement numerous times on this show. I am not a professional wrestler. I do not get involved in that ring. Granted, a few months ago, in order to give Nubby that championship opportunity at WrestleTopia, I had to agree that if he lost to step into the ring with three people for five minutes. I put my life on the line, but that's gotta be a little bit selfish, right? Now that's 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 selfish of me to sit there and say Fine, Nubby gets a title shot if I agree to this. Fine, whatever. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it for my buddy. But we'll brush that underneath the fucking rug because that doesn't matter anymore because something bad happened to fucking Nubby. And then, yeah, so let's, we'll call that selfish. Um, but, yeah, I somehow I, I'm the I'm the fucking, I'm, what was the, was Billy Eilish say? I'm the bad guy? Duh. I mean, <laughs> somehow... Somehow, Nubby found a way once again to make himself the victim, and he, he he was told that he was involved in a match where he would be taking on the Sheik, the Schultz, and Freiburg, Sheik Schultz and Freiburg. And yeah, maybe he didn't take it upon himself to go into the back, find somebody, say, "Hey, if they interfered, you got me covered, you got my back," because I told him on Monday. Nothing I could do about it. I heard you tell him on the show. Yeah, I, there was nothing I could do. This match is being booked regardless of what I decide. And you had to and complain, I, stay completely out of it, too, from what, from what I understand. Could not be involved whatsoever because that was one of the biggest problems that brought this up is that I was too involved. That was one of the biggest problems. I was too involved in his fucking career. Because I gave him a rematch instantly that I've never done for anyone else, and I definitely didn't do it for Freiburg. So, oh, but 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 I'm the bad guy because not one of those wrestlers in the back came to his fucking aid. And the fact that I was called a bitch on the Power Hour, which it's fine. You know what the thing is? I get that we're supposed to have this whole unification, or as Steve calls it, a kumbaya feeling with the Power Hour and being in agreement on Freaknet Studios, and I'm going to honor that and I'm going to respect that because because I guess I'm selfish. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to sit here and tear down and complain about every little thing that was said wrong on the Power Hour. Granted, Steve was the only one out of those four who actually listened to the show, but Maybe Steve didn't really, maybe he heard it, but he really didn't listen to what was said. Because when when wrong facts were were spewed by Turtle, he didn't correct them. Usually Rion was the one that would make the corrections to him. That's why I love and respect Rion, but he didn't listen to, uh, by the time they did the show, which is fine. Uh, Rachel was the one that called me a uh, a bitch because I just sat at commentary and watched what happened happen because that's what... I was supposed to do, um, which is fine. They, you know, they they are entitled to their opinion. And even C Red, who says that he smells bullshit, that that what's happening at SCW is bullshit because there's no way what I said happened happened. Which again, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna revert to old ways, and I'm not going to tear down and complain and bitch about every single one of them and the shit they said. I'm not doing it because the fact of the matter is there were two guys from JFW on that show on Tuesday. One guy spewed a bunch of fucking lies to make himself, you know, better and put himself over, which big fucking surprise Turtle does that. 
And the other one is Pac-Man, who instead of narrating and giving the facts that were said on Monday, he just sat there in silence because deep down, while I was talking on Monday, he was probably more concerned about his LIM shit than what's going on in JFW, which is fine. I'm not here to, again, not going to complain Didn't about them. just him. get that job, too? Yeah, it's funny, right? He just got him a job at whatever backstage. Turtle, 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 turtle got him a job as uh, as an interviewer at Rocket Pro Wrestling. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not just because. Oh, and that's another thing too for Turtle staying over on the Power Hour. Just because you're part of Freaknet Studios, you're not Steve's fucking boss. So, for, if Steve was curious on that, for Turtle to say, "Well, technically, I'm your boss, Freaknet Studios." No, you could be his boss at, fucking, <laughs> uh, at Rocket Pro Wrestling all you fucking want. You know, he's, he's your general manager. That's your boss at Rocket Pro Wrestling. When it comes to Freaknet Studios, there's one person that oversees all of this shit. That'd be you. And he's, and he's talking right now. I'm not calling myself a fucking boss because I'm not going to micromanage and dictate everything everyone does. I'm not going to fire people, you know, just because they call me selfish because that's not what I am. I'm not going to tell people what to do. I... <laughs> when I had the conversation with Steve and I invited him on the Freaknet Studios and be part of what we're doing and grow together and everything, the the biggest thing I wanted to tell him is nothing changes. The power hour will always be the power hour and always do what, it's, what it has been doing. Record the shows Tuesday night, put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook, do what you do. It, I'm not here to tell you how to run your podcast. Right. It's just not. But the thing is, and we've had multiple conversations about this, you were around when Freaknet Studios started. Joey was around when Freaknet Studios started. You guys you guys are up there on the fucking pyramid, but there's only one top to the fucking pyramid. And that's because yeah, I'm like, willing like to... Yeah. I'm willing to carry the burden and responsibility of Freaknet Studios shit. And I'm fine with that, because everyone has other lives to fucking live, and I just happen to have a little more free time than everyone else. And I'm fine with that. And everyone helps out the way they help out, and I appreciate everything. But never tell anyone you're the fucking boss, Nubby. Because you're not. You've been here two years. Two and a half years. Take a step back and don't let the fucking GM responsibilities go to your fucking head. Steve, he's not your boss. And Rachel, you're right. Nobody's your fucking boss. But to be honest, I forgot you were on the power hour, so... Um, it's, it's fine uh, people want to find loopholes and they want to badmouth me as long as they're badmouthing me as general manager of SCW and is not technically badmouthing JFW and it keeps our agreement in line fine I don't care because there's one thing that um Okay, I'll get into it. I'll get into it real quick. Um, there's one thing that I've noticed about myself and other people have told me about myself. Um, it's more of a bother when I care less than when I'm talking about something. Like, it's, it's I don't want to call it, I'm not calling it a fucking danger because this isn't a wrestling promo where I'm trying to put myself over as all oh, this terrifying fucking person. But things change a lot quicker when I have a fuck this, I'm done attitude towards somebody than I do. If I'm willing to argue with you, that means I'm willing to fight for something. And I'm not fighting this. And I'm not arguing with this. 
And if it gets brought up again on Monday because Nubby needs a little extra fucking, you know, bump to be more over than, you know, he is now, that's fine. I will, I'll cater to his needs and I will pander. Give him a bottle and a blankie. What's up? Give him a ninny bottle and a blankie. <laughs> it's getting to that fucking point, right? I just, I, I know I don't have to defend myself because I know what happened happened. And the thing is, the people who were involved, like the lawyers, the board, they're not going to talk. They're not going to say anything no. because they also signed NDAs. Um, I think I've spoken more than I should about it. Uh, and the thing is, like, I if if I wanted to, if I really wanted, to, and here, okay, I'll do this, and I'll give I'll give Nubby this. This is the one thing I'm doing to secure my job here at SCW. I can tell you everything that happened in that meeting, and in turn, I'll be fired. And I don't want to be fired. So, I guess... You're doing something you've always wanted to do. Yeah, so I guess maybe that's selfish of me. Because I don't want to be fired by talking about what happened in the meeting. Fine, that's selfish of me. But the fact that he wouldn't be wrestling in SCW if it wasn't for me. He wouldn't be champion in SCW if it wasn't for me. But I'm selfish. And... He's like I said, he's entitled to his opinion. And if he wants to bring this back up on Monday, he can feel free to do so. But like I said, um everything he said is a lie. Everything he said is false because everything he said is I believe and I feel because he doesn't fucking know. And I told him who to go ask, and he won't do it because he won't believe them because it doesn't fit Turtle's narrative. So um if you in the world feel I am selfish. If you feel I am petty, if you feel that I do things for myself, fuck yourselves. Did did you listen to the show before they came on? No. No, no, probably not. No, probably probably not. Maybe Nubby Nubby did. Pac-Man didn't know I existed, and so I started bad-mouthing him for being a shitty fucking fan. Then he fucking started listening. So, I mean, we always had this saying in JFW, and it's a win is a win. Yes. So, therefore, a loss is a loss. If you're a fighting champion like you claim, mm-hmm. don't get on a fucking podcast on a mic and start bitching and moaning. Yeah. Get yeah. your championship back. Yeah. Go yeah. for it. Get someone to watch your back. I never went into a fight by myself, just in case. But he chose. He he chose to not find backup. Somehow, of everyone who didn't help him, I'm the only one at blame here. Because, again, Rachel said I was a bitch. Because I wouldn't do what Steve would have done, and that would have come to Turtle's aid. But Steve was 15 feet away from the ring that night. I was up on the stage. So Steve was literally closer to the ring. And could have maybe done something, but he didn't. And that's fine. He didn't have to. That wasn't his responsibility that night. His responsibility was to announce matches, and he did a great job at it, especially with it being his last time at SCW. You know, good luck to brighter futures and other things that you're fucking doing, man. You know, glad you're with SCW. But that wasn't his responsibility that night. No wrestler in the back came to his aid. 
Well, it wasn't their responsibility that night either. The only person who's at fault, the only bad guy in that entire fucking building was the one guy who was legally restrained from doing anything. But I'm the bad guy, Jay. I'm the fucking bad guy. Wow. I've been the bad guy for a lot of things, but not something that dumb. Yeah. But silver lining is, Turtle is now co-general manager of Rocket Pro Wrestling. He gets to wear the burden of things that I do. So now when shit happens at Rocket Pro Wrestling and he doesn't fix it or correct it, I'm going to ask him why. Why didn't you go out there and stop that attack from happening? Why didn't you change the ending to that match? Why did you allow this to happen? And then when he tells me, well, you know, uh, you know, I was busy backstage doing this. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, man, but the fucking shit goes out on YouTube. You can check out Rocket Pro Wrestling on fucking YouTube. And when you go back and see it, you better make some fucking rematches. You better change the fucking record book. Because, because apparently I'm a shitty fucking general manager who gave you your fucking chance at Southland and gave you a title shot. But I'm the bad guy. Alright, so, I, yeah, I, I, okay, so I I spent way too much time talking about that, but, you know, it just, it just, it just, it infuriates me to think that people honestly can sit there and believe out of everything I've done in my life, and not even just wrestling, but in my life, and can sit there and say that I'm selfish and I look out for myself. Bullshit. It's, it, it it sucks because, and it's like, I, I'm not a I'm not a scorekeeper. I don't I don't you know note every little fucking thing I do down as you know a hero moment or whatever that is. Just it, it's first off, it's being a good Christian. I'll fucking say that you know you know you look out for you know others and people you care about and shit like that. And I felt that in the 34 years I have been in life and the the two-thirds of that that I was able to do things on my own or willing to help in things that I could. I think I did a pretty fucking good job at being a good person in this world. Um, like I said, outside of outside of podcasting, I don't find myself ever to be selfish or petty about anything, but I will be selfish about this fucking podcast because I do believe in the time that we have done this and the content that we put out and the people we talk about and the companies we we talk about our viewership should be a little bit higher, but because those that we talk about don't share what we talk about with them shows who's truly petty and selfish in this fucking business. And people want to sit there and ask me why I see this as a business and not a, not a dream or an ambition anymore. It's because of those fucking people who look at it like, Oh, cool. Another podcast talked about us and moved the fuck on because apparently clicking a share button is so damn difficult in this fucking world. I don't. I think you're confusing petty with driven at the moment, and that's exactly what you are for freaking studios and just freaking wrestling and this freaking show, <clears throat> and the Power Hour as well because they're all we're we're all teammates. Yeah. So it's be, driven, not petty. I'd be careful, Jay, because people will accuse you of you know sucking up to me. 
Be careful. People get sucked by fucking nuts. Be careful because I got I can I can see Nubby Monday night now saying like oh oh yeah I mean sure you know you got Dizzle J over there sucking your dick telling you how great you are because he'll do that because if I know Nubby like I know Nubby he reverts to the lowest common denominator and finds the one thing that maybe everyone's thinking but is is a is a cheap pop I guess you would call it we in the business would call it a cheap pop. Like when he calls Freiburg a bitch. Mm. But yet, it's my fault. My slander was the cause of him fucking, you know, going into a gauntlet match. I mean, I, you could go back and listen to any fucking live stream, any fucking podcast I've ever did, and I never once called Freiburg a bitch. I called him a cheater, and I called him fucking petty. In fact, I think Nubby's called me everything that we have called Freiburg. So it's my turn. Turtle, I'm sorry that you're petty. And I'm sorry that you feel that things should be given to you. It's just not how this works. And if you want to agree with C-Red and you want to believe that you're better than high voltage and you deserve to be on the main card and you're below the high voltage title, go ahead. Go to the main card. Good luck. I don't know who the new president is yet. They haven't been announced. But hopefully they can get you on the main card. Because tell you what, if you don't want to be on high voltage, I don't fucking want you there either. That we Book him with GPA so he can get squashed like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we'll definitely talk about on Monday. If he wants to bring that up. Because, yeah, if you feel that you're better than high voltage, I don't want you on high voltage. If you, if you don't want to be on a show that people like James Creed, GPH, Scott Spade, uh, Meehooks O'Bannon... Uh, dysfunction have been on, then fine. Pretend you're better than all of them and stay off mm-hmm. of my fucking mm-hmm. show. Yeah, put him in a match with Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I I'd like so. to give him a nice fucking uh, <clears throat> spine buster. See yeah, but see the thing. But that's the thing. I can't. I can't do that because if I put him in a match with Hunter, I'll come out as being the bad guy again. Like, oh, what? You don't like what I'm saying? So you're gonna put me in a match against somebody who's ten times my size? And then when I lose, that's gonna be on your fault too because, be, be, you know, be, because you booked the match and I, I couldn't. I couldn't defend myself properly because he's three times my height. And guess he never heard of Rey Mysterio. Not he, right? I guess I'll just have to fucking book him against, you know, untrained wrestlers so he could get wins to make himself fucking happy. Anywho, I'm not here to tear down Nubby, even though that's what I did for the last fucking 30 minutes, but he deserved it because of what he said on the Power Hour. So, come back at me, man. I'll talk to you Monday night. Royal Rumble was last weekend, man. Did you get a chance to watch it? I, I did, I did, I did. Uh, all around good show. I do, you know, some of it's obviously predictable. The women's match I thought was way better, more surprises. The women's Royal Rumble I do feel was better than the men's Royal Rumble this year. The one thing I love the most about all of it, not one legend. Yes, that was awesome. In fact, I've heard they... some people complain about it, but yeah, but why? I don't. Know. People complain that Pat McAfee took somebody's spot. So rumor has it that McAfee didn't even know he was in the Rumble until his music hit. I believe that. And I just, I mean, 
I hundred percent believe that. I thought his little thing was hilarious, but yeah, I I thought someone else could have used the spot, but yeah. um, I did make a note of some of the returns appearances in both Royal Rumbles. Uh, I'm going to read the name. I just want to get your reaction to their return or appearance in the Royal Rumble. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, I want to start with the. I think the one that's the most important is the uh, TNA champion or the Knockout champion Jordan Grace. Oh, that was cool. I've I've followed her when she was back in Impact TNA, and mm-hmm. she's had a hell of a journey. I call her female Taz. She is 100% a powerhouse. She showed that in the Royal Rumble. Um, I think it's cool that even though during the press conference nobody got in, uh, got in depth in what the relationship between TNA and WWE are, we know that Mickey James did debut, or not debut, but she did appear as Knockouts Champion in the 2022 Royal Rumble. Yep. Um, so I, I think it's cool that they've done that. My, my only... My only thing that kind of bummed me out was when I saw her come out, in my mind, I was like, maybe that means there'll be a TNA guy showing up, like maybe Moose. But obviously that didn't happen. Um, but I, I think it's like obviously um, uh, Scott Demore, or as you call him, Demore, uh, <laughs> his, his relationship with ODE obviously is something that's now documented. And I don't know if, you know, TNA is now going to become another NXT or, you know, something where, you know, they're going to, like, we want to get our guys from here. Like, uh, I don't know if MLW is part of that or some shit like that, but uh, I think she did a great fucking job. And she got in there, went to fucking work, and did not have one problem whatsoever. Uh so, for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like she came in there and they threw her out within 30 seconds. You know, they, she was champion. They showed her why. She is champion. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, there was there is a pre-taped match that Naomi will be featured on this coming week of TNA. So she still has one more match in TNA. It's just a pre-taped match, so everyone knows. So it's not like she's signed a WWE and working at TNA. So uh, how about so Naomi? Let's talk about her. Makes her return to uh, WWE now signed to SmackDown. I, I was shocked she came in so early, but it was yeah. nice to see her. I think she lasted about forty something minutes into the match yeah. too. She did a great job. Also, she, uh, that man, she got a big pop. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. So I know everybody always remember things that are they going to remember me that are, they miss me? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you know, I'm sure um, I'm happy too. Yeah. Uh, from NXT, we had Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. And both, I'm not too familiar. <coughs> NXT, I, I hit and miss NXT. So I know Stratton's one of their big ones that they're looking at, even possibly coming up soon too, from what I've been reading. Well, by that statement, you clearly didn't watch SmackDown. No. So, Tiffany Stratton did come up. She is officially on SmackDown now. Um, she actually was NXT Women's Champion until she lost it to Becky Lynch not too long ago. Um, so, she, I'm not a big fan of her gimmick. It's very, like, Paris Hilton, early 2000s, fucking Simple Life kind of gimmick. Uh, but she's a tremendous talent in the uh, in the ring, and... 
Roxanne Perez, uh, granted, she is on Vengeance Day's uh, match card, which we'll do the predictions for that uh, here towards the end of the show. Uh, she hasn't been called up yet, but I'm sure it's only a matter of time, which is also weird. As a side note, another question for you. How do you feel about these debuts happening before WrestleMania? Because we're used to seeing debuts happening the Monday after WrestleMania. I'm Honestly, it doesn't bother me one bit. Mm-hmm. I think the Royal Rumble is probably one of the best ways to introduce somebody to the world. I mean, if you like, like I said, I half follow NXT, half don't. So for me to see these guys on the main roster at that, now you got multiple people at one time you're working in the ring with, that'll give me an idea if I want to watch you again. Mm-hmm. If if you're working with the same person day in and day out, well, obviously you're going to know what that person does, but now you're in the Rumble, now you're working two, three, four, maybe even five different people yeah, in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. What about... uh? Do you know who Maxine Dupree is? Uh, yeah, vaguely, but she looks like she's still a little green to me. Very green. A lot of people are saying that she needs to be released, and I don't think that's the case. I was just thinking maybe not put into situations where she's going to get like a pop or you know you know get some you know too much time. She she is still fairly new. Uh, Liv Morgan returned, which I thought she yeah, was in jail, but I don't know. Oh, for, yeah, because she got popped for the weed. Yeah. Yeah, the devil's lettuce. I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, well, I guess he's not around no more, but, you know, she's always good. I think she'll she'll probably be, uh, I don't know, I see her more of an, an enhancement talent. She has improved over the years. As long as she keeps improving, she'll be a top star. Yeah. Besides and I'll the, see... Yeah, and obviously the biggest one outside of Jordan Grace, uh, Jade Cargill, finally made her debut. And I think that she made the biggest impact she could in a debut with what she did to Nia Jax. So the whole, that, that was my Christ on a cracker moment, the way she just picked up Jax mm-hmm. like a fucking sack of potatoes, bro. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Right. Now, I'm I'm sure, like, Bianca Belair could do something like that. I'm sure she had, I'm sure maybe even Jordan Grace had the ability to do something like that. But the fact that they saved that moment for, uh, Jade Cargill shows that, you know, this, this is going to be a powerhouse in day to E. And I'm so glad that they waited for that moment to bring her on. Now, as far as I know, she's not assigned to any show yet. So it's yeah. still up in the air. We know Tiffany Stratton and Naomi both have been signed to SmackDown. Uh, we get into the guys Royal Rumble and this guy is officially signed to Raw and that's Andrade, uh, Andrade. Well, it was nice to see him back. Yeah. I was all, I'm a big fan of his. I, I thought over in AEW that they just don't know how to use certain people or don't know how to put them in storylines. I mean, well, he was just on a show not too long ago for AEW too. The, the problem, the problem with AEW. And it's not my pettiness for AEW. It's just like, yeah, I don't like them. But they will they will sign these former WWE guys, put them into matches and spots and storylines for like six to nine months. And then they're, they're just sitting there waiting. And then once their contract is about up, they kind of like, okay, let's, let's get you, let's get you back into something. Let's see what we can yeah. do with you and something. But by that time, it's too little, too late. Uh, I've heard rumors that Aleister Black and uh, 
Buddy Murphy might be at the end of their contract, and they may not be re-signing, and I hope to God that they make it back to uh Oh, that'd be awesome. WWE, especially, if they, if, especially if they became part of Judgment Day. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Murphy would have to kick Dom's ass. Mm, God, yes. Uh, Omos. Or Omos, whoever, whatever the fuck you want to call him. I, he's always been impressive, so I don't know where he's been. As as big as he is, like, he doesn't move. Stop, like just, stop just stop, just stop, just stop. We don't have to put everyone over. You don't have to lie and say that, you know, I, he looks good in the ring. I thought he did. To say that he looks good in the ring is comparing fucking like saying like Great Kali had the athleticism of a fucking luchador or fucking <laughs> Giant Gonzalez was so nimble in the fucking ring. Big fucking dude. But I'm just saying, that dude throws one fucking drop kick. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> what about a missile drop kick from the top rope? No. No. No, no that, big show? They, no, yeah, he's not even as fucking agile as Big Show. Even in Big Show's worst years, he wasn't as agile as fucking Big Show. The thing is, they need to work him. Like, what they tried to do with the Great Kali, like, they tried to do with Giant Gonzalez, and basically what Andre did, just make him a fucking monster, go in, destroy some shit, and move the fuck on. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't need to give him a fucking personality, you know? It's just, it just doesn't work that way. I hate his little outfit, too. It's so dumb. Yeah. At least the heck is. Yeah. We already talked a little bit about Pat McAfee, but Matt McAfee returned, so we don't got to dive into that. Sami Zayn made his return, which is all well and good. But Braun Breaker from NXT. Yes. Explosive. Four eliminations, tying the most of the night with Cody Rhodes. First time in uh in in the Royal Rumble, former NXT Heavyweight Champion. Also, will be at Vengeance Day, and we'll talk about that here towards the end of the show. Um, undecided on where he wants to sign, though. He had a meeting at, on SmackDown, but he will be on Raw as well. So, still up in the air on where he would end up. But what do you think of uh, Braun Breaker, the the son of Rick Steiner, the nephew of Scott Steiner, the tag partner of Baron Corbin? The boyfriend of Cora Jade. <laughs> Got all kinds of cool titles. Right. I, I think he's impressive. I Man, from the stuff I've seen, even before the Rumble, dude's just a beast. Yeah. He can go. Yeah, the, I, think the, I think the only thing that would hold him back just a little bit is uh, is maybe the height. He is a bit of a shorter dude. So if this was like if this was like Vince McMahon era, he probably wouldn't have a shot. I think I would go with the Steiner last name too, but that's just me. Well, see, I just think like people can change their names, you know. Like the people have they have been known to have their names change and shit, and it, it's like and a lot of people go back and complain about the whole uh, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. thing, where he's known as Lexus King. You know, it's like it, it's, it's developmental right now. Who's to say that he can't go up to Raw and change his name to Braun Steiner or whoever his fucking, you know, whoever he's going to have his name be or, right. you know, or Lexus King could be Brian Pillman Jr. and shit. You know, it's it, it's still plausible, but 
at the same time, maybe he'll say, you know, hey, you know, do you like Braun Breaker? Do you want to keep Braun Breaker? And he ends up just being Braun Breaker. Or, yeah, he changed his name to fucking, uh, I don't know, Sam Steiner. Steiner. I don't fucking know. The Steiner. But um, Bailey did win the Royal Rumble, uh, as mentioned on SmackDown, after the beatdown from uh, Io Sky, Asuka, and Kairi Sane. Uh, she will be facing Io Sky at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship, WWE Women's Championship. And Cody won the Royal Rumble, and we all expected him to go and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But from the return of The Rock last night on SmackDown and the stare down with Roman Reigns in the corner, and the fact that Cody said himself that he would love to do it, but this isn't his place right now. And walking away. Still, I guess he never made an official decision, but it does sound like, you know, uh, Cody will be facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. The Rock will be facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, do you believe that all this has to do with the fact that CM Punk tore his tricep in the Royal Rumble and changed everyone's plans? I, I think it has something to do with it. I mean, I don't know how much, but even we talked about that. Rock and Roman didn't have to be at WrestleMania. No. I know that's where everybody wants it to be, Mm -hmm. but they don't need it there. Now, I guess with Punk hurt, so he won't fight Seth. Yeah. But do I want to see Seth and Cody go at it again for the fourth time? Yes and no. It put on three hell of a matches. The, the the problem is, is the last time they faced each other was in Hell in a Cell. How do you top that? I, I have no like. That's usually the end of the the feud. Yeah. Like and a not Hell only or cage. Yeah, and see that thing too. And not only that, Cody wrestled him with a torn uh, pack, and still won. Like there's no there's no above that at that point. Like if Cody wins that match with a torn with a torn uh pack and lost, then yeah, maybe go to WrestleMania and said like our last match, you know, yes you won, but I wasn't at a hundred percent, I'm a hundred percent now, blah 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 blah. You know, shit like that. If if the championship was on the line in Hell in a Cell and Cody went into it with a torn pack and lost, then it builds a story for why he's facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania again. But there's no build from before other than this is the dusty title. This is the workhorse title. It's like, I'm sorry, you're going to go face a dude at WrestleMania who's currently at home nursing a knee injury in hopes to be better by fucking WrestleMania. It, 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 there's no, there's no build to what's going to happen. And I think it's all this big scramble is what it is. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I think it's all just a bunch of hell marriage. Like, okay, fucking, uh, we can't use we can't use Brock at WrestleMania now. We can't use uh, can't use Punk at WrestleMania now. So what do we got to do? What, what audibles can we call? And you know what they? The thing is too is like, and, be, and because Seth Rollins has been a workhorse for WWE for so long for that championship, unless it was Walter, who else you put at WrestleMania with Seth Rollins? That that's a good question because he had matches. Uh, doesn't 
right now there's be a hard sell because there's no not a whole lot of room to make a story out of it yeah. unless you go back and do like a Shinsuke and have him come back. But Walter makes the most sense. Yeah. The, the the only the only one that the only so if I was booking day to eat, which taken from recent history of what we've said on this show and what's happened on TV, you know, we are booking fucking day to eat. We're just not getting paid for it. <laughs> I would have kept I would have kept Cody with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and then at Perth they do a number one contendership uh, elimination chamber to determine the champion, and then AJ Styles wins that, and then you put AJ versus Seth at WrestleMania because yeah, granted they have wrestled a handful of times with each other, it hasn't been that long since as it, there hasn't been a recent bout between the two uh, in a while, and now AJ is going to be the heel in it. To okay, me, I, that makes sense. Or Karrion Cross. Give Karrion Cross an opportunity to do it. Ah. Finn Balor, you can fucking get. You know, it's like, it's like there, there's a couple, but the problem is there's none that makes sense. Unless, unless you're looking to split up the Judgment Day fairly soon, you can put Finn versus Seth, put, put the title on Finn, and then just have fucking Damian Priest seething in jealousy while he's seen your money in the bank and his friend is holding the title that he's been trying to cash in on for months. And eventually he cashes in. Yeah. Man. Yeah. See, all of this shit, everyone's excited for The Rock to come back. But whatever happened to all these fucking marks out there saying like, oh, look at that. Rock taking another spot from another guy yeah. at WrestleMania. Not one of those motherfuckers are fucking woken up yet. <laughs> because it ain't noon yet. Hey, I don't blame him, but... Shut up. <laughs> he, he's up there, bro. He's up there. Sit there and furl your fucking ponytail a little bit more. Um, It's, uh... It, it's. I, I think they just went for a quick, easy fix. Which maybe you know what? That's fine. Two nights of WrestleMania. They got a lot on their fucking plate. Again, Brock. Brock's not going to be at WrestleMania, and I believe Walter and Brock were supposed to face each other at WrestleMania. Yeah. So now they need to find. Yeah. So they need to find an opponent for Walter. Or not Walter. Gunther. My bad. Uh, they need to find an opponent for Gunther. You know, they gotta. There's all these things that they have to figure out and what they're doing. And there's another problem that I'm curious about. It's like, let's say you do get the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. You get you get Cody and Seth at WrestleMania. You get yeah. Bailey and EO at WrestleMania. There's only two nights, which means there's only two main events. Which of those three get the fucking main events? Well, it would have to be EO and Bailey on one night and Cody... And Seth yeah. on the other hand. Yeah. Um, but are you going to have WrestleMania where Roman and Rock aren't the last match of the last night of WrestleMania? I would. But I don't think they will. No. Unless you do it as an opener. But even doing that match as an opener, you kind of deflate the rest of the fucking show. Yeah, you know they're going to have some kind of special entrance, too, so. Yeah, if if, the, if it comes down to those choices, I do believe, which I don't agree with it, but I do believe 
that EO and Bailey will be an opener for one of the nights and the two men championship matches will be the main events. Well, then it's up to EO and Bailey to fucking blow it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear, uh, <clears throat> you remember, uh, you remember, uh, Nick Cutler? Yeah. I did see on his Facebook that he posted that Cody was going to take the title from Roman at the Elimination Chamber and the Rock-Roman match at WrestleMania would be non-title. Now, if they go that route, I can see that being an opener match, a non-title match between the two. Yeah, but how would, why would he pick... The whole point of winning the Royal Rumble is they had the main event at WrestleMania. I don't... But that's what I'm saying. If Roman is not champion now, like I said it's 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 Cutler, man. You know he he knows the business. I mean, maybe, maybe he knows something. Maybe he knows something we don't. You know, that, that, that very well could be. He's worked for WWE on a handful of occasions. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see Roman losing his title in Perth, but like I said, I think he's got to go to SummerSlam in order to have beat Hogan. Um, another thing that came up in the news is, I, like I said before we recorded, I, I really don't care to talk about the Vince McMahon shit. Um, I know it's a lot more of things coming out, people coming out. He's still fired from WWE. It sounds like they're, you know, giving him the Chris Benoit treatment, if you will, like who the hell's Mr. McMahon or whatever the fuck it is. Um, one thing I do, last thing I want to talk about before we do the predictions is, uh, uh, Mick Foley went onto his podcast recently and said that his goal is to drop a hundred pounds and do one more death match in his uh, life. Currently, this man is fifty-eight years old, and for his sixtieth birthday, he would like to have one more death match. And uh, my thought is, why? But you're a fan of that hardcore bullshit. What's your opinion? <laughs> Honestly, I, I I thought the same thing. Why? Or what what? What more does he have to prove? Yeah. And he said it's going to be too bloody for WWE, so you're already shopping around. Yeah, so it'll, pro- it'll probably be like AEW, and it'll probably be one of those fucking snakes and sparklers fucking uh, death matches, whatever the fuck they call them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd um, be better well, off going to Japan. Maybe, yeah, maybe New Japan or wherever the fuck, uh, wherever he used, wherever he became king of death matches, like, I don't know, the all-star Japanese wrestling or, I don't know. I know there's more than just New Japan, but I just don't know how the name there, of it is. There's, there's quite a few out there. I just don't remember them all. Pardon me. Oh, all right, now I can see. <laughs> Glad to hear. Um, anything <laughs> else news, uh, news-wise, uh, before we dive into the predictions? Oh, well, we did uh, last time we went off air, and I actually mentioned that OBW hired Mickey James as their head of female talent. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. You know, I I I love Mickey. I I wish when she returned to WWE, like obviously NXT into WWE and and all that. Um, I wish she would have brought the hardcore country gimmick with. And everything, I just didn't like the fact that he kind of went back to, like, the old Mickey James. I'd rather have the new Mickey James that she found at TNA Impact and all that shit. And I wouldn't mind one more title run from her at the DE, but, um, 
I, I, I know she's gonna fucking kill it in OVW, and she, she'll do nothing but fucking bring that shit up. So. And what, her and Al Snow, so that, that to me is a pretty decent team on creative too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. All right, uh, Vengeance Day is today, February 4th, 2024, out there in Clarksville, Tennessee, at the FM, F&M Bank Arena. Uh, we got six matches, uh, Jay. Everyone has their predictions in but you, which is fine. Love the way that you actually listen to me and do it this way. <laughs> uh, first match, what we have is the men's. Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals, where the winner will receive a future NXT Tag Team Championship match. <clears throat> we got Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker taking on Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Now, keep in mind, Braun Breaker is, you know, shopping around on what, you know, show he wants to be at. Carmelo Hayes has been brought up to the main uh, card. So, you know, it all depends. It, it kind of seems like they're kind of incorporating all three shows together now. Which I'm actually starting to yeah. really enjoy. Um, so, who uh, who's your prediction for this match? I got Breaker and uh, Corbin. Breaker and Corbin. I know. I know. Trick and Carmelo are firing on all cylinders right now, but I, at some point in time, those two guys are going to have to split somehow, some way. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Breaker and Corbin. Uh, Nubby went Breaker and Corbin. Paxwind, uh, Hayes, and Trick. Single match for the NXT Women's Championship. We got uh, Valkyrie taking on Roxanne Perez. Valkyrie being the current champion. Perez, obviously, number one contender. I'm going to go Valkyrie. Okay. Uh, All of us win Valkyrie, too, so... Singles match for the NXT North American Championship. We got Oba Femi. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but, uh, you know, whatever. Current champion taking on Dragon Lee. Ooh. We'll go Lee. Okay. Uh, Nubby also went Lee. I went uh, Oba, and so did Pac-Man. So, have you seen Oba Femi? No. I'd look him up. Can't change yeah. your answer now, but I'd look him up. <laughs> I'll probably see him tonight. I'll watch him. Fuck yeah, man. Six-person mixed tag match. We got The Family, Tony D'Angelo, Channing Stacks, Lorenzo, and Adrian. I'm sorry, Tony D'Angelo, Channing Stacks, Lorenzo, and Adriana Rizzo taking on OTM, which I think think it stands for Out of the Mud. I think that's what they said in their promo on Tuesday. But it's uh, Lucian Price, Bronco Nima, uh, and Jada Parker with with scripts. So uh, you got the family, or you got OTM. I'm gonna go with the family. So I, I think I've seen some of those guys. Those are the guys that wear the the funny hats. Come with the Pope? <laughs> no, the you know, like the Michael Jordan used to wear the hat. Yeah, whatever. Jordan? Yeah. But he wore his Oh, back. the golfer the golfer hat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tony D'Angelo is actually from Power Entertainment. Oh no shit. 
Yep. Uh, I also went with the family. Nubby and Pax went OTM. Uh, another disqualification match, Joe Gacy versus Dijak. Ooh, Dijak. Okay. I like that guy. Uh, me and Nubby went Gacy. You and Pax went Dijak. And then finally, singles match for the NXT Championship, Ilja, Ilja Dragunov versus Trick Williams. Ooh. Damn, that whole pay-per-view is worth the watch just to watch that. Yeah. I'm going to go Dragunov. Uh, uh let's see. You, me, and Nubby win Dragunov, and Pac win Trick Williams. Uh, Pac-Man did win the Royal Rumble last, uh, uh, he did win the Royal Rumble point. Uh, I, I guess I can't say he cheated, but he didn't play by the rules properly, but I, and I guess that's on me for not uh, telling him a dark horse pick means, you know, not picking uh, Cody Rhodes or whatever. So I, I did the same thing. No, you didn't. You picked Walter. Oh, that's right. I picked Punk and Walter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. him. He cheated. He fucking cheated. But I'll give him the point anyways because he, he says he didn't fucking understand. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's, you know, me just trying to be less selfless by allowing them to keep the point. I don't fucking know. Um, but, uh, he did win. And, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad we're doing the point prediction thing. I'm glad that, I'm glad that stuck around longer than you have. Um, which is fantastic. <laughs> oh, uh, before I forget again, um, let's do the, uh, freaking five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who don't remember or you're new and you don't uh, know what we're talking about, uh, Dilla J uh, used to do a freaking five over here on the JFW podcast where we uh, would post out on the social media a, uh, hey, give me a top five blank, and we would read them on the show and give uh, shout outs to people who uh, who, uh, who uh, contributed. So um, I did post it over on another page, and I haven't looked up and see if anyone commented on it, so... Jay, if you would, how about you take the freaking fives that are on our Facebook page, and then I'll go look at that group uh, page and see if uh, see if anyone not uh, commented. Oh, there it is. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're fine. Fuck what people think. God damn! Don't don't apologize to people. What the hell's wrong with you? All right. So the freaking five was the top five attraction matches. So, to me, that was non-gimmick, but some people want, it's your opinion, so that's what we're going to go with. Uh, Aaron Xavier had Hogan versus Andre, WrestleMania 3. Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania 18. The first War Games, I love the War Game matches. Uh, HBK versus Undertaker. World War 3 Battle Royale. What was that? World War Three ninety five. Um, thank you, Aaron. He's also a wrestler for SCW, isn't he? Yes. Oh. Well, Aaron, huh, Xavier, Aaron Xavier, former uh, SCW heavyweight champion, former SCW tag team champion, current uh, associate of sabotage. And apparently the reason I put Turtle in a gauntlet match. Oh, that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> right. From what from what Turtle believes and what he feels is correct. 
Chris Hendrickson. I hope I said that right. Sting versus Flair, final WCW. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. That Chris, that is my commentating partner over at Southland Championship Wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. Cowboy Chris James. Cool. Uh, Bruno San Martino versus Larry Zabisco heel turn match. Rick Flair versus Shawn Michaels. I'm going to assume the retirement match. Road Warriors versus the Freebirds. Magnum TA versus Tully Bloodshirt. I quit match. <laughs> Do you want me to read yours? Or... Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, Travesty. Boom. Rock versus Hogan. WrestleMania 18, Taker versus Sean, casket match. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble 98, Hogan, Rod versus DDP, Malone, Bash at the Beach. Gray versus Cena. Taker versus AJ Styles. Well, you did some good ones. Okay. So I had, I'm, a, uh, I'm a wrestling fan. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, Mr. T and Hogan versus Rowdy and um, Orndorff. No, uh, that was WrestleMania 1, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Hogan and Rodman versus DDP and Carl Malone. Oh, God, dude, I'm so glad you didn't say fucking Jay Leno. <laughs> if you went on DDP and Leno, I would have hung up. <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. Well, you know I thought, what? Uh, thought about it for a half a second. Um, Bad Bunny uh, versus Damian Priest. Wait, say that again? Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Oh, in Puerto Rico? Fuck yeah. In Puerto Rico? Yeah. Is that four? And then I then I also had um, Bray and Cena. I, I loved the concept of that match. It was great. Plus, the, Cena in the NWO shirt was kind of awesome. That was fun. Cool. And the fact that, uh, granted, the pandemic sucked and it was shitty to not see fans at wrestling shows, it really gave us two really incredible matches that uh, were unique and different. You know, obviously Undertaker, Styles, and Bray and Cena and stuff. That was um, I, dude, I can't fucking find it. I'm sure that, I'm sure if I scroll through this thing for a long, long fucking time, maybe I will, uh, it'll come across, but people are really active in this real wrestling fans group, and, I mean, I'm scrolling constantly, and I'm still only into this week, and I think that was posted like a couple weeks ago, so. Oh, yeah, I follow them, too. Is that the ones that are the AEW marks? I think so, yeah. Fun fact, though, if I do, uh, Type in like search Judge Freak of Wrestling and Real Wrestling Fans. I can find freaking fives from twenty nineteen, from twenty twenty, <laughs> from twenty twenty two. I just can't seem to find the one that was posted two weeks ago, so I'm not sure what the hell happened, but uh we'll just I'll I'll just I'll just make sure I do better on the next freaking five. Uh do you have another freaking five that we could post up or do you want to give us some time I'll, to think I'll about post, it? I think I'll post one up on Monday when you guys put out the show. Okay. That works. Perfect. Uh, is there anything else wrestling news related we got to discuss? I think that's all I got. Awesome. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. And, of course, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasting, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts until April when it will convert over to YouTube music. So just search Just Freaking Wrestling. Search the JFW Podcast. We'll pop up. We are over on YouTube video chats. This is a video podcast that me and Dizzle J are doing. We, uh, we, uh, he, he, he got, uh, his shit together. So, um, 
So solid. Um, but yeah, guys, make sure you do follow us on all social media. Make sure you do follow us, uh, wherever you do, you know, listen to our podcast and give us a rating and review if it's applicable. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and everything like that so you can watch us bitch about fucking wrestling rather than just hearing us bitch about fucking wrestling. So, um, uh, that's all I got. Alright, time to ring the bell on this episode. Can, can I, can I just say, can I just say, I love, you could just say, time to ring the bell on this episode, instead of the fucking, uh, you know, I need to get myself over twins over on Monday, be like, time to ring the bell on this episode. <laughs> Fuck no. I, I, don't get me wrong, as co-host, I appreciate everything they do, and I, I appreciate the fact that they help. Oh my god, why did I fucking get all fucking Alabama sounding? Uh, <laughs> they helped keep JFW going when it was just me. So I don't want I don't want to make anyone sound like I'm unappreciative of them. But the fact that I could come onto this show and do this with you, and all you say is I'm Dizzle J, time to ring the bell on this episode instead of. I am the podcast papa, the, the pinner of Damian Gray, the leader of the LIM, the, 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 the booker of fan wars, the, 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 the friend of the neighborhood, the, the, the son of parents who don't love me, uh, you know, PX, Pac-Man, podcast papa, shut up Santino, or Nubby who, uh, you know, can no longer call himself the high bolt champion because he fucking lost. But uh, <laughs> thank you for bringing this show back to simplicity, and I appreciate that. Hey, it's all simple. Excellent. Let's do it again. That's all I got. <laughs> Time to ring the bell on this episode. You motherfucker. I put you over so fucking hard. You just you did it right the first time. How are you going to make me I do it again? What did I, I just said, let's do it again. Just for the fuck of it. And instead, you're fucking staring off of what I can only assume is a fucking Boston cream fucking donut sitting on your goddamn table, you piece of shit. (sighs) I'll try it again. That's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Joe's Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.